There you go. Exactly. Answered. That's why I'm still positive that that was the one that she brought out. <clears throat> I didn't hear what you said. Uh, I'm still positive that that cup of water that you have in your hand right now is the one that you intended to bring out for me. Either way, it's water, and you're welcome. Well, either way, your lips have been on both of them, so I'm still concerned. <laughs> That's gross. What haven't his lips been on? <laughs> Lately, I don't think very much. No. You're his roommate, you would know. I like to keep them safely wrapped around anything I possibly can. Feel really good. It's how I feel popular. <laughs> I'm never touching your doorknobs. Badu. 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 All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. Another one. It's still happening. <laughs> My name is Tony Soto. I am your ever-loving host. And with me is my, my wonderful, team. courteous team, Miss right, uh, Shea Coulee, uh, here on my right, as always. Hi, Shea Coulee. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. And Miss Lucy Whack in the back. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Uh, but to add insult to injury and to make this show just a little bit more mediocre, my roommate, Gavin Robinson, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Yeah, I'm here. Gavin. I have a microphone and everything. Gavin Robinson is on my show mostly because we need the straight white man perspective. Because, you know, we just I just don't think they get enough say in this world that we live in. <laughs> Definitely not. So, I'm glad to be that person for so you. So what better person than my white, straight roommate Kevin Robinson yeah Kevin. it's what I do Kevin how do you feel being on the Tony Soto show this show's really gay isn't it <laughs> I mean it, it definitely has its... I mean it says so in the title <laughs> Tony, Soto. The Tony Soto show translation gay. real real gay. Really gay Gavin how long have you and I known each other why why is this at all of any importance to even have you on this show because... we've known each other for a really long time now well I don't know what like six or seven years yeah it's been a long yeah yeah I would say it's been about that we uh we went to school together mm-hmm. we went to Columbia College we did uh, well, I remember when you did that where we were in the theater department it's true we excelled in acting Oh yeah, I even and graduated. directing. We did. We did graduate, yeah. which is uh, which is more than I can say for some of our friends, mm. right, <laughs> from Columbia College. Now, uh, you have lived with me for probably total of like three years. Uh, I think we're at like two and a half right now. Okay, yeah. So it'll be like three, but it'll be time. three years. Can you believe that? Yeah. Like that's how you know it's love. We took well, some time off. Tony we buys did. all the bathroom products. It's <laughs> true. It's true. It's really Tony great. does. Tony buys. Like his thousands of flavors and scents of soft soap. I just <laughs> noticed that like a couple of days ago that there are three different body washes. That's okay. There's actually like five or six, but there are three of the same like brand, but different. Yes, um, different scents. Well, then I guess what my question would be is how often are you in the bathroom? Because those fucking things have been in there for a long ass time. Like, like we're halfway. I'm not paying I just thought they're all your gay I'm not, shampoos. I'm, I'm not, yeah, there's like a million things So there, when you so choose, kind of don't really look. So this is a good question. When you choose 
what you're going, how do you choose what you're going to use to clean yourself? Because we, I, I give you options. What, how do you choose? I generally just grab something. <laughs> Summer breeze. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a total, blossom. it's a total waste of my efforts. You know what I mean? It's a total waste. You don't of do my... it for Gavin. You do it for yourself. Shut you're, up. You're That's right. True. You're right. But, uh, but <laughs> That's it's true. But like, th- like, like you're thinking about Gavin when you're at yeah, Target. Like, right. hmm, I wonder if he would like this jasmine blossom <laughs> soft soap. <laughs> And I, I think do. he liked that. I do. I think he dated an Asian once. <laughs> and he does. That's the thing. He does love that shit. And you're welcome. And everyone was like, uh, but a lot of people wanted to know Gavin Robinson and, and have Gavin come on the show. Um, and I, you've never, you've never listened to my show, have you, Gavin? I've been here for like, I don't know, probably four or five of them. I've been in Gavin, them, like, but did you room. did you listen to them, Gavin? Were Somet- you, sometimes I listen. The only way that Gavin is going to ever listen to my show is a if I have him on it, which I'm still on the fence about because you know I don't know how interesting he is. Uh, oh, that's my phone. <laughs> um, or B, we need to put random phaser and ship sounds uh, throughout the actual podcast. But, but here, okay, so Tony, yes. I, I was never on any of your previous projects either. No, no, and th- that's true. He's never been on any of my projects, but he's always been in the background of all my projects. Yeah. <laughs> Not really doing anything, but no. just kind of holding space. You know, yeah. just, being like, just being like, really, you're going to spend your money on that? <laughs> It's basically I what, think, I what think there Gavin was like, is for me. I think there was one time on Knee Deep that like I said something from another room, and I think that's as close <laughs> as I've gotten <laughs> to the action. Well, tell people at home what it's like to be uh, Mrs. Tony Soto. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm just going to agree with, with her on that Well, one. I mean, I mean Sh- Shay, don't, don't we want to know what it's like to, to like – to actually spend that much time with me, Gavin, we do. and how fortunate you are to do that. Um, Tony Soto uh, <laughs> is at home all day. <laughs> uh, the last few days I've had off of work, so we've been spending all day together. It's so fortunate. Yeah. Like you're just he so... sounds really excited. <laughs> so like I'm sure the folks at home are just like, wow, that sounds like fun. I mean, I am home a lot. And yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. that that is the one thing I could say that I'm home a lot during the day. Uh so whenever Gavin is home during the day, I totally feel like he's like like totally impeding on my space. And I and I am and I apologize. <laughs> like he comes in and he'll be like, "Why the fuck are you watching the View?" And I'm like, "Why are you home?" <laughs> but anyway, welcome. Thank you. And you know, thank you for doing the show. It's wonderful to be. It, it, <laughs> Shea Coulee. Yeah. Shea Coulee is the only person that this show actually inconvenienced today because it's so fucking cold outside. The winter is just. Yeah, I'm a Glenn for punishment, huh? Yeah, girl, you had to walk because I had you to walk endure across the cold, and I have to endure this show. I know. So it's a double whammy for me. So today. many crosses that you have to carry. My own personal personal brown jesus i just love you so much poor (laughs) lucy just has to walk across the hall it was chilly just saw just saw uh you know our our indigenous eskimo walk into the fucking house today all kinds of wrapped up you were adorable how are you what's going on in your life tell me everything 
Um, what's going on in my life? Well, um, this is my first time venturing out the house in about uh, three days. Uh, no, two. I went out on Sunday during the day. I had a photo shoot, but that was like the only, the only reason you can get me out the house if it's something that has to do with me. A McDonald's breakfast sandwich that gets you out pretty quick, girl. See, the McDonald's <laughs> breakfast sandwich was a different situation because it was absolutely necessary for me to I want to let everyone know how absolutely classy Shake Filet is. I am classy. Uh, because uh, in the kind of conversations that we have over Facebook chat is... It was very cold yesterday, and Shay's like, I've already been out in this. It's not that bad. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck were you doing out in this? It was early in the morning, cold outside. Uh, no, you asked me if it was the walk of shame. <laughs> oh, that's shame. right. I asked you. If walk I... of shame. Don't you know Shay has them over to her house? <laughs> yes, I do. Like, well, I don't go out and try and get some tail. You don't come over here, and then I'm going to kick you out. But she says, no, it was not the walk of shame that her roommate was in the bathroom, so she had to go to McDonald's to take a dump. Time, I'm pretty regular, and I was just like, oh, man. And I, like, take my headphones out, and I hear the showers going. I'm like, shit. So I don't know if he just got in there, if he's been in there, if he's going to be done within the next five minutes. But I figure at this point, like, I have about a five-minute window <laughs> before I'm going to run into trouble. So McDonald's is kitty corner to my house. So like a classy lady, I bundled up, I put on my snow boots, I got a medium coffee and a McGriddle, <laughs> and I pooped in the McDonald's bathroom. Sometimes you, you gotta go, you gotta you go gotta to McDonald's. You gotta go. I mean, but it's basically. I mean, and I got my morning poop and my breakfast all at the same time. You ate the food before you took the poop? No. Did you take the food or did you take the food into the bathroom with you? Did you I ordered my food. I got my receipt with my number. They know me very well at this McDonald's. So I told her, I said, I'm going to run in the restroom. Just hold it and I'll come back and I'll grab it. You know, because I knew it was going to be a quick one. So I was like only in there for like four or five minutes. Came back out. My coffee and my little like McDonald's bag with my McGriddle were sitting like right there on the end on like this little thing that has like a number one because I was like, the only person in there at that moment. Besides, like, a whole bunch of old Asian people. And I went, and I grabbed my McDonald's, and I bid them adieu and said thank you, and I went home and I ate it. Shake so, really, it was just a treat exchange. <laughs> <laughs> and, Miss Lucy Wack, how are you today, my dear? I'm all right. What's going on with your life? Um, Not much. I, I got a job. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, I thought that's what we were trying to avoid. I yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought that we were going to become a student oh, so we didn't have to work. Well, it's a kind of job that is pretty schedule lenient, so. And what are you doing, girl? I'm going to be a dog walker. Oh, Holler. shit. It's Gavin work. was a dog walker. I had some experience in that yeah. field. How do, you, how do you feel about it? Uh, I have nothing bad to say about it except for, you know, you're outside. All day. All day. Yeah. So if that bothers you, then it's a problem. Otherwise, I, I, I loved it. You yeah. Hang out with dogs all day. Mm-hmm. What's, what's better when than do you, that? When do you start doing this? And, and, and am I the only one who thinks that this is really weird and, <laughs> and I bet you're going to hate I it? I need money going in my bank. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. You might hate it. I mean, you might still hate yeah. it. Your boss might suck. No, you know my boss I mean? is There's a friend of mine. Kind of it was stuff. a really great interview. It took like three hours. A three-hour interview to talk walk? Did you get well, to? Meet? Did they ask like if you we were a sex offender? The whole time we were hanging out talking. Oh, okay, I get that. It was a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> what? 
I'm not saying anything. I know where the editing is going to start today. I know exactly. Once you get that look from Lucy Wack, you're like, well, that's not going to make the cut. (laughs) All righty then. Well, when we come back, (laughs) when we come back, uh, we are going to go ahead and go right into our hot topics. A lot of shit happened um, over the last week. And I think that it's important to get our perspective. And, of course, the white straight male's perspective. Ain't shit Finally, happened. on the Tony Soto show, we're going to get it. On all topics that I'm sure he does not even give a shit about. Nothing important happened. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Looking for a good way to waste your time? Listen to the Tony Soto Show. We'll waste it for you. Hello, everybody. We are back at the Tony Soto Show. The reviews are in. The reviews are in. Apparently, the show is masturbatory. They're like, uh, someone to the show. Someone said this. Tony's getting off to the show. I'm jerking off right now. Oh. Um, Someone, someone said that he's good because I can't see a thing. (laughs) Someone said after listening to seven minutes of the show that. That the show might be masturbatory, which I was like, um, well, it's a show named after me. Yeah. Um, and the commercials are about my show. <laughs> so I don't know how more obvious I need to be with jerking my dick, but this show is masturbatory. And they, also, did they say, I think it is? Like, maybe? Or, no, no, they were pretty like, like, this show is ma- it was a statement. You know? <laughs> I think it was, a, it was a full-on critique. <laughs> I'm just kind of curious how... Somebody can really formulate an opinion after listening to seventy I mean seven minutes of like a sixty minute Well my uh, response podcast. my response to her listening to seven minutes, I was like, Seven minutes, shit, it must be a really bad show. Well we know that. <laughs> if you could only get past seven minutes, this show is terrible. And for that I apologize. But no, the commercials are really popular. I'm getting a lot of great feedback on the commercials. So if you want to do a commercial for us, uh, email me at the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com. Uh, email me the MP3, and we will include it in the show. Um, and I'm excited to see if anyone actually does that. Um, also, uh, I have, uh, by the time you listen to this, the State of the Union will have taken place. But we do not shoot. <laughs> we're shooting on the day that it's taking place, so we're not talking about it. So... Let's just assume that we agree Congress with Obama. And, and the president are still gridlocked. <laughs> that we agree with Obama, except for on that one thing. I'm going to take a different approach and just hope that like something amazing happens. You know, <laughs> and I'm really glad that amazing thing happened. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the projections, uh, you know, prior to the address, were that this could be his action year since it's his last year in office. This could be him like really sticking it to, to- Congress. So I'm like. Obama, go for it. So mm-hmm. that, those, that's our that's our uh, mm-hmm. qu- our quick brief political uh, interlude Yay, on the my State of the Union. Made it. it did. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> Lucy's like, do you want to like maybe you should record tomorrow so we could talk about the uh, State that? of the Union? And I said no. No. <laughs> oh no! When it's going to be twenty degrees and I could have walked here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was also my thing. I didn't even know that that was an option, bitch. <laughs> but let's talk about more important things. Can we talk about the Grammys? Did anyone actually watch the mm-hmm. Grammys? Important things. No. Right. The, the, union. State of the union. Let's talk about the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin, you yeah. were supposed to be at home watching the the Grammys so we could get a play by play. No, this. no, I I don't know what I watched, but it was not the Grammys. <laughs> Did anyone watch the Grammys? Mm, no. 
Oh my god! The only the only thing that I saw was something that's not on your list of topics, which was the the very end performance with Queens of the Stone Age and Nine Inch Nails, which was cut off, and Trent Reznor very upset about it. I didn't even know that happened. I heard about that. I heard he was straight up just like they straight up just like this huge mega band was playing, and they just like well, obviously not that huge. If he did the end and they cut him off, I mean Trent, I love you, but. Do people even give a shit about Nine Inch Nails anymore? Yeah, kind of. He has a really spectacular really? light show. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like better than incredible. Fish's light show. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, no. But it shouldn't be about the music. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you couldn't say that about Beyonce's performance. Oh, Beyonce was, the performance was so fucking good that the only thing that haters could come for was the fact that her hair uh, looked like it was wet. It was supposed to look like this. Yeah. So can we just say fuck the haters for Beyonce? The performance. Did you watch the? I sent the video. Absolutely. Fuck the haters. I I sent the video, Gavin. Did you at least watch the video of Beyonce? No. (laughs) I love you, Gavin. I read that we were going to talk about the fact that Jay-Z and Beyonce played together, and I assumed it was a wonderful performance. It was really cute. professional musicians. And I just kind of like accepted that and went on with my life. It was a cute performance. It, <clears throat> as far as like drunken love as like something to like open the Grammys. I mean, it's. It, I feel like it was a move that she had to make because as far as what she's released to the general public who haven't purchased the album, it's only been drunken love in EXO. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you know she has her husband Jay Z there. You know they're a power couple, so of course she's gonna pick uh, drunken love. Um, Do you think she should have picked a different song? Um, like premiered something else, like Flawless or something? Yeah, I feel like there's so much. Because I've seen performances that Beyonce has done in the past that have been like really high energy, have had like really interesting light shows, set changes, dancers, things like that. I like the you simplicity know? of it. Oh, That's and, what I, I and, like. and I wasn't mad about that either. I think the moving lights that they had going was like the lights very, cool. very, because like those treatments were super dope, you know, and her just being on the cabaret chair, just like twirlies. I think formulaically, it's really interesting to see how uh, an artist can create such mass appeal for from so many different people and have them all like their music. That, to me, is really, really interesting. So dope. And I think people look at Beyonce and they just see, you know, this dancing light-skinned ball of weave, you know, and they're just like, eh. But I don't think people understand that she literally is credited for co-editing every single... She literally sits she there and edits every She is in charge every of everything like she, she does. She calls all the shots, does all the budgeting, you know? And so I just think it is so... In the realm of pop music, no one's doing that. Well, that's especially, absolutely. but I, it's been done though. How? I How? Think Madonna How? did it all. Right. Madonna's oh, never made it well, that's a really good segue. And, okay, but let's go ahead and talk about. We'll we'll switch it because like we'll talk about Madonna because she was at the Grammys. Yes. Gavin, was you still she? with us? You still with us, Gav? I just woke up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. Uh, Madonna. Uh, oh, Madonna. Yeah, I I wasn't impressed. Oh, either, Madonna. Well, say. good, good, because like, and 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 it's it's set. You remember how we used to have conversations? How we were like, okay, Madonna needs to start dressing her age. Can we start to first talk about her fucking outfit? She is still too young for what she was wearing at the Grammys. Uh, what was with the cane? Has anyone? She needs it. 
<laughs> Did you see her? Like, I mean, she basically like fucking put her arms around that chubby uh, ginger girl that was singing the McElroy song. Uh, first of all, I don't know if you know, but the Grammys got fucking McElroy. Po- What's his name? Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Grammys got political. Uh, they had a mass wedding at the Grammys. 33 couples, both straight and gay, were married by Queen Latifah uh, on the Grammys. After McElroy, what's his name? McLemore. McLemore. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is your topic. Like, th- it literally says his name on the link that you sent in the email. I don't understand how you're still having trouble with this. It's an awful song about, like, oh, if, about if he was gay or he thought he was gay because his room was clean and all this shit and all that shit. And I was like, and then all of a sudden, Madonna fucking limps out on this goddamn cane dressed like Colonel Sanders. Um, you I mean the Quaker Oats guy? Colonel Sanders is like... No, the, but... No, well, she had the white suit like The Sanders. white suit. All she was missing was like, the skinny black ribbon. No, but, but the pre-Grammys, she came out in a black one that was like the Quaker... Have you ever seen Poltergeist 2? She looked like that fucking reverend. God is, is in the holy temple. temple. That's who she... And she had a grill on... She, did you see the So grill? what did she do when she came out on stage? She sang, kinda. She um, was singing the Macklemore. No, she came out and she open did want to open your heart to me. Is what she open your heart? Yeah, and she, uh, uh, during the like right before the wedding, and it was like it was the flattest thing I'd ever heard. Like she just looked terrible. She looked so old and frail, and that's when it just really hit me. Madonna's gonna do Vegas soon, you know? Like Madonna's Vegas bound. <laughs> It's like no one cares. She's just anymore. not pushing boundaries anymore. All right. Well, like, I think that she's pushing. I feel like she's pushing 90s, the she wrong really, ones. Because she really was ahead in music style. She was, and in, in fashion style. Yeah, but the thing is, is she's getting but old, she's and she anymore. doesn't want to be old. She's terrified of being old. She's terrified she, she of dying. She just got in trouble for being cool, mom. Wait, what does that mean? Yeah, Nelly got her, mad Wait, at her. what? Her son is like 14 or 15, and he's Instagramming pictures of him and his friends drinking, and she like defended him and was like, whatever, they just got done with finals or something like that. So she's in trouble for being cool mom. I love that. Oh. I want Madonna oh, to be Nelly, cool mom. Nelly got mad at her for using the N-word. Nelly who? Yeah. What did oh, she her, say? Her Twitter yeah, blog like or something. He's a, he's a bad. Yeah, he's a bad. A bad ninja. Oh, mm-hmm. A bad ninja. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, she like twittered it or something like that. And I Nelly mean, was, like, really upset. Right. well, Madonna, you should probably step back from that. See, the thing is, is she's just. I think dementia's setting in. I just, I just. <laughs> Madonna, I remember, and that's what I am from that era. Like I am a Madonna gay, oh, but so I'm. Bad. I just want to say it now because I think it's gonna happen. Rest in peace, Madonna. I just. Well, it is it, gonna happen eventually. It was. Rare. I just think that she looks Poor like an thing. old lady trying to not be an old lady, and that's so sad to me. You know what I mean? Because I remember when I she know, wasn't an old lady. I mean, it's a struggle nah. every day. It's a struggle every day to wake up in the mirror and like at your future? pull your skin up real taut and say, <laughs> "You're fucking beautiful, Tony. You're fucking beautiful." Anyway, oh, so there was also a special guest at the Grammys that we were unaware of. Satan was there. Yes, the devil himself Where was, he was at the Grammys. Is um, he always there? I mean, isn't that kind of his industry? Um, no, just kitty fiddlers for days in the fucking Grammys, you know, just full of perverts and child molesters. <laughs> God bless the music industry. Um, uh, so, Katy Perry's performance, which uh, she did Dark Horse. She performed Dark Horse, and it was a really dark 
performance like there were demons and she was dressed like a witch and there was fire and they're using witches brooms as like poles and pole dancing on them well, you witches know, are the new vampires witches are so in right now so i get it and but like apparently there was a country a gospel singer a country music singer who um walked out natalie grant does anyone know who natalie grant is anyone no. listen to gospel nope. music gavin nope. maybe nope. something your mother would own <laughs> nope nope uh she she left the grammys she left it early and then she tweeted saying that we left the grammys early i have many thoughts most of which are probably better left inside my head well but then i, I see she goes on oh she says i'll say this I've never been more honored to sing about Jesus and for Jesus, and I've never been more sure of the path I've chosen. Oh, because Christians see witchcraft as a form of Yeah, so her, her spirit felt compromised by Katy, Katy Perry's performance. Well done, Katy. Now, I wanted to like it. I wanted to like the performance. I wanted, I wanted to enjoy the darkness of it and all this not, but it was just a shitty fucking performance. So, I mean, I couldn't get, you know, it's about the music and I couldn't get past the fact that she's sucked yeah. you know what i mean so katie next time katie yeah maybe maybe well, not, if, if summoning satan doesn't fix your performance then well apparently she made the wrong deal yeah i mean she sold her soul for something else then because i mean news, justin bieber is i know i have to talk about Why it i hate about because this? you know what the badder he gets the more i want to fucking no. did i just lose the audience yeah, yeah he is you lost, is her, so, you lost your panel he yeah. is so fucking cute now no. he's got a he mugshot like well, well then you should like him come on he's no. so cute like no. that mugshot was cute no but did you, you see that looks like a pop you saw little that, twit. Uh, that news anchor exactly. that that you saw that news anchor that's that cut from talking to a congressperson <laughs> yes. about the NSA spying. Yes, there was an NSA report Justin going Bieber. on CNN, and she was talking to a congresswoman, and she's like, oh, wait a minute, i got to interrupt you for some breaking news out of Miami. Justin Bieber got arrested, and I was for like, but then I was like, what? Justin, he's so cute now. I like yep. that he's a rebel and on drugs. It's, no, it's interesting, I like... though, that you know any other immigrant that had been arrested doing all of those things would have been deported. Well, you know, that's funny because now there's a petition going on and there's over 70,000 signatures on there saying that the if, they get, if they get 20 or I think it's 250,000 signatures, then the White House has to respond to it. Oh, Ooh, that gives me hope. Oh, the, but mean, no, we want his money. Too I'm much. going to I'm going to publicly say don't sign that. Don't sign that petition. I want to see what else he does. I mean, I, I is it just really demented to me that I want to see the Lindsay Lohan path that fucking Bieber is going to go on? Dang, how old is he now? He's 19, Nineteen. which is like sexy. You know, and you gotta no, get, Tony, that's not sexy. You're 34. It's you not gotta sexy. get it. You gotta get him before the meth no. does. You gotta no. get him before the meth face. You we'll gotta, get you trying to just you rob the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep getting younger and younger. The last one was 20, and now you're looking at the 19. Wait. They stay younger. Wait. What? I say the same age. Wait, what are we talking about? What 20-year-old are you talking that about? That one with the boyfriend that you made out with in L.A.? Oh. Oh. Forget See, about these are the things that I don't know about. <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't know he was 20 either. He was at a fucking bar. All right? I'm, I'm supposed to think that he's 20. 
I mean, and you know what was really funny about this? Like he was what, twenty. What the fuck do you know? What was really funny about this though uh, was I did not even like the kid when I first met him, dude, and I was so annoyed by him. Like I did not like him at all. And then you know, a couple drinks later, I was making out with him I at the like bar. I like you. Let's make out. <laughs> well, because that's what. It, no, then he says, he says, "Oh my god, I thought that you didn't like me," and I was like, "I didn't." <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we are going to continue our hot topics of the day. We will be right back. It doesn't get any better than this. Settle for us, the Tony Soto Show on iTunes. Hello, everybody. We are back with the Tony Soto Show, um, talking about all the important hot topics of the week. Really? <laughs> according to me. That's better. <laughs> uh, so, Gavin. Tony. I would love to know what your opinion is on The View. My problem isn't with The View. I mean, I'm not going to go on like a, a diatribe here about, you know, American <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> But why do you hate the view? But I happened to walk in when you were watching the view. It, it, believe me, it could have been Wendy Williams or any of those other shows that you watch. <laughs> Dish Nation. Dish Nation's the Dish worst Nation. one that I've seen. Love that show. But 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 like this, just like let's sit here and blab about shit. Like that that format of a show just makes my soul. <laughs> Which is what I told Gavin. Which is what I told Gavin what this show was. I was like, just so you know, that's the show that you're on. Uh, The View is in the news, and why? Because Rosie O'Donnell, the power liberal lesbian, is coming back. But just as a guest. As a guest. Here's why. Here's why people think that The View has invited Rosie back. Sherry Shepard has come out recently about gay folks and uh, said. Basically, I'm not going to quote because then I'd have to, like, Google her and why. Uh, But she's like, just because I don't agree with your lifestyle, which is, you know, we always like to hear, uh, doesn't mean that I don't love you. Mm. And you may not agree with my lifestyle, but you still love me. She can have that opinion. Mm -hmm. She can have it. It's hers. I mean, Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it. That's her opinion. Or she doesn't, you know, I know that her faith tells her that the lifestyle that we have chosen Mm -hmm. is... goes against the bible fine great she has like there's a gay audience that watches the view i mean come yeah, on it's, you. it's gay <laughs> yeah. it's, it's gays and old ladies that <laughs> that watch the view um but so the gays got up in arms and so now i think the view is like well we got to show that we're not you know assholes here we need to get like the gays back on our side so they're bringing rosie back and i think that's fucking awesome yeah it's just a stunt Mm-hmm. Stunt queens. I mean, yes, it's a stunt, but it's a stunt I want to see because I'm thinking Rosie's been out of the limelight enough. Like, you know, she had that failed show here in Chicago. She had to go back to New York with her fucking like tail between her legs. Like it was a real failure, you know. Well, maybe she's in Miami now. I don't know. She hasn't done anything, so it's like she's been really quiet. So this is fucking awesome news for people who like for to you. watch talking heads talk about bullshit that's not at all important masturbation masturbation yeah. i just always want to see people touching themselves <laughs> just fiddling about so that's the thing is like for 
I could see Rosie O'Donnell coming on that show right now just for a paycheck and not giving a shit, and I think that would be more interesting to me if it isn't an interesting episode. <laughs> if she's just like, yeah, whatever, I'm here. Bye. <laughs> Speaking of ABC and Disney, <laughs> Disney Channel done went and brought lesbians onto their network. And they made yeah. a bunch of moms mad. Yeah, oh, that, those moms were mad. Those million moms. Could you, you know, give me the so context? Funny. I read that it happened. Could I get the context? So there's, there's a show called Good Luck Charlie, <clears throat> and uh, the the show is coming to a close. They're on their last season, and Disney Channel had talked about how they wanted to be more inclusive and and uh, write in an episode that introduces one of the younger character one of the younger characters to uh, these. Two lesbian mothers. So um, it was There's, really. It he, was, he meets a friend, and the friend's mom's. Yeah, the friend has, has two moms, moms. Yeah. and you know it's done like really tastefully. You know, funny in the vein of the show. You know, because the mom and the dad are having an argument because they've each met a different mom, and she's like, "No, the mom's name is this." He's like, "No, so the mom's Cheryl, name is this," yeah, and yeah. then they like meet them, and they're like, "Oh, clever!" And all these moms are like, "You can't put lesbians on Disney Channel because now I'm gonna have to answer my kids' questions." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, I'm not saying that kids are the most brilliant things ever, but they're not as dumb as I think a lot of people try, lazy parents like to label their children as. Like, they're really open and really get things if you just explain it really clearly. Well, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Like, how fucking intimidating are kids where parents are like, I don't want to talk to my kids. I'm pretty well, sure if I you don't, just said I don't understand what's that kid has two mommies, they'd go... Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's not a huge thing. Because if that's you don't the make it a huge li- thing, it won't you. become a huge mm-hmm. thing. But and wh- if you just say that they have two mommies, right? There you go. But what do you think it would be if it was two daddies? You have I to think say the same. Exact same, same thing. thing. No, I mean if they put two daddies on, because uh, like I don't think it would be the same thing. Like I think that there would be a lot more you people don't think out moms crying. Would be still mad? Uh, oh no, I think that They're they would be mad. mad, and I think that in addition there would be a lot more outcry. I think that there's something to be said about lesbians being safe. Mm-hmm. Like uh, their representations on television are being safe because they're women. Um, they're were non- they were the were they're non threatening. Totally like oh, they were both lipsticks. They were very yeah. very pretty little lesbians. Like um, one had glasses though one. she was the top one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's how that goes mm-hmm. i knew it i was like okay they put glasses on that one so that means she's a little bit more bookish she's the top yeah she's she's the she's the, and the, the boy one with the razor the cut bob she's the bottom yeah oh, i've she's... seen porno before i know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you know what a lesbian Which one's looks the like man? <laughs> <laughs> i love that gavin knows what a lesbian looks like he's seen plenty of porn with them in it and those are real life lesbians those are the real kind <laughs> I think it's interesting that, that Disney is now pulling this out when, you know, when I, I don't know if anyone remembers when Ellen had her own sitcom yeah. before she was gay and it was an ABC sitcom, which mm-hmm. is owned by Disney. Was it owned by Disney at the time, mm-hmm. though? Oh, yeah. Okay. And once she came out, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, uh, didn't she? Man, that was so long ago now. No, no. Yeah, it was the 90s. It, but I remember it being like. I think they trumped, uh, not Trump, that's not the right word I'm looking for, but I think that they advertised, like, on this episode, you know. There was a warning, Mm -hmm. right? There was, like, there was an adult warning, Uh, wasn't there? there I I think that there was, like, there will be, I think that it was, like, there will be adult content on this show. 
I believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a long time ago, and I've done a lot of drugs since then. So, but I do remember watching it in real time and then being like, "Ugh, another lesbian." Ugh. <laughs> Always supportive of the community <laughs> as a whole. Tony Soto, everybody. <laughs> well, during that time, I was fucking dealing with my sister coming out as a lesbian. And I was like, "You better stop yeah, stealing my really thunder." So supportive. <laughs> Gay thunder. You better. A Tony Soto Gay story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness Gosh. all right so i want to switch gears here real quick because there's something that shay brought up um that was in jezebel recently do you want to let us know uh what what you read because you, you seem to be a little upset about it it's annoying what's annoying shay this sudden discovery that photos are touched in magazines <laughs> the feminism that it's a feminist blog and uh, for people who don't know what Jezebel is, and there's like Jezebel and Gawker and their sister sites, correct? And um, anyway, Lena Dunham from the HBO show Girls. Um, did a she, shoot with Annie Leibovitz. She did a shoot with Annie Leibovitz to do an editorial for Vogue. Mm-hmm. Now, for people who don't know who Lena Dunham is, and... Um, I hate using this term, but of course, this is how she's America not, labels She's not her. society's standard of women's physique. Yes. Exactly. She's dumpy. That's perfect. She's a little dumpy. Sh- shut up. What? She's, she's voluptuous. Dumpy. Thank you. Yes. She's, she's voluptuous. voluptuous if she and has so, her shoulders back. If she doesn't, which she barely ever does, she's dumpy. Sure. Go ahead. Um, well, <laughs> Lena Dunham uh, was in Vogue, and... Uh, I believe Jezebel paid to get the images. Paid $10,000. $10,000 to get the unretouched images uh, of Lena Dunham. And so then they were putting them up with these comparisons with like these little gifts, diagrams. And they yeah. were tiny. Showing going yes. back and forth. Yeah. Yes. That, yeah. the, the, the retouching that they did on Lena Dunham was, was standard so that they would do on anyone. Was so, exactly. It mm-hmm. is standard that they would do on any person. Yeah. And so then the only thing that Jezebel had to stand on because they knew that it wasn't like they were ridiculously retouched was that it went against Lena Dunham's brand because like on the show girls she's not she doesn't present her character Hannah as being glamorous you see her in these really terrible dumpy outfits you know she's in these like I said the outfits not her um (laughs) these like Bad outfits, you know, unkempt hair. And they were like, that is how, because she writes the show, they're like, that is how she wants her character portrayed. That's what she is trying to put out into mainstream. Which is why you would do an editorial for Vogue magazine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. you know, where dumpy girls go because, to play. Like, Vogue. <laughs> thing... Vogue Italy at that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, the thing is too, I'm like, surprised they didn't snatch her up more, you know, on, for her. True. Yeah. For Lena to go and do Vogue, mm. I think, A, she has an understanding that this is a fashion editorial. This is not like yeah. right. documentary it photography. It do, it's not supposed to, a, resi- it's not supposed to like, I guess, necessarily, uh, reflect the show no like, fashion doesn't really. reflect i mean it's it doesn't yeah, reflect real life fashion photography right in the world. right yeah. it's, what, you, it's fantasy also, i do want to play devil's advocate here and only because this lucy you and i've worked together for over 10 years mm-hmm. you know that i never ever want you to ever have a picture of me released unless it's photoshopped i know well that was that was the like, really like that was a really surprising thing is the photoshopping they did on her images are nothing compared to the images I do of you. 
I'm actually a 600 pound Asian man. Uh, she just she just fashions me to look like a really he's four eleven, really skinny. Wow. <laughs> but, but this is Jezebel's but, big but, problem, right? But here's well, yeah. But I'm a shallow bitch, and I've never made any like I, I get it. Like, but here's my thing. You're you you're all saying that the that the tweaks and the Photoshop are so small that it shouldn't matter. And I agree with you. They're so small, it shouldn't matter. The person who's stylizing the photo shoot and 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 setting up the poses and everything should try a little harder because Boom. that's a thing. Uh, like it's no. like no, no, absolutely. Because you, because no. you see, because uh, like no. I want to, I want to talk about the dress. The, it was like, too tight. The dress did not fit no. her, and it looked dumb. Like mm-hmm. that was something that could have been fixed immediately like, before yeah. Photoshop when uh, when. Everyone was doing their job. Everyone was doing their job and trying to make a nice, beautiful piece. And that's not the case anymore because we have that's like that's like pop artists who can't fucking sing but are still pop artists because of post production in the studio. Mm -hmm. Like you're not a talented singer, Brittany. So you're lucky that you have a team that makes you sound good. You want you'd want to be photoshopped, wouldn't you? Gavin? Especially yes, if he's in a dress that was two sizes too small. Like, like if you could, wouldn't you want to be photoshopped? Like if you were like out. If I would, if like a picture of me were out on the internet, just showing all of me. Yeah, you know, if you know, you wouldn't want to be photographed in harsh lighting or anything like that, right? No. That's not something you would want to do, right? Huh. I feel like you're getting at something. <laughs> I, I think I, that this I, is a really good time to talk about this little project that you did. I would, I'm really I, proud I would of you be, for this. That was just a photographer doing the thing that well, she tell does. Us. What, 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 tell us about so it. There's this artist in Chicago named Gracie Hagen who has a photography project going on. Uh, crap, now I can't remember the name of it because I wasn't thinking about this. Something like <laughs> Images of the Body or something like that. And uh, it's a series of photographs of people looking like what society thinks a beautiful person should look like and then what like a hideous person would look like. And so I did it. And it's what side were you on? Uh, no, you both. do both. You do both. Oh, you okay. do both. Oh, 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 I know this project. Yeah. I know this project. Cruel it's all Valentine based on, on posture. Has been in it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 so it, it's mm-hmm. a bunch of naked people. And, and and that's it. It's mm-hmm. just bodies. Yeah. And it's just one. You know, it's one person, two images, one attractive, one not attractive. I, I went into that. I went into that room, mm-hmm. and and I'm gonna go ahead and put this out on a limb and say that Lena Dunham went into that room, mm-hmm. thinking the person who's in charge of this has everything taken care of, and I'm the talent, quote unquote. Yeah. And I'm here for people to take pictures of me. And my guess is that they're professionals and that they know what they're doing. And I didn't leave that room asking her. I didn't ask to see any of the pictures she took of me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, ask her when she was going to send them to me, what she was going to do with them. She saw, I mean, she made me sign a, a waiver and, you know, there was paperwork involved. But it essentially came down to she told she told me not to ever edit her pictures, mm-hmm. which... I think it's a completely respectable request for her mm-hmm. to make of me. Mm-hmm. And I, had, mm-hmm. she said, you know, you can't, don't use this as your, as your Facebook picture if you only want to use the attractive one. You have to put up both of them. Anytime you use this picture, you have to use both of them. And before I saw the picture, I said okay to all that. I'm not, I'm a, I, I didn't leave that room going, 
you gonna make me look pretty, right? <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna get some Photoshop on that thing and like make me look all good? That's fair enough. Those are photos that I hope I never see. Uh, but if anyone <laughs> is interested, you can see my roommate naked on the internet. <laughs> it's a cool series. It's really interesting. I wish that you could just Google Gavin naked Illusions on the internet. Illusions of the body, I think, is the I'm name sure of it. Sure, you could probably also Google you on bukakiboys.com. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Well, we are gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna wrap up our uh, hot topics and then move right on to our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. Oppression. Well, because I know some of your limits of weird, and on um, from what I know that you do, that and I don't know everything, but from what I do know, you posing naked in a slouched position is—it's n- not like that's the weirdest you do, Gavin. <laughs> yeah, it's All right. artwork. All right, we're we're gonna talk about the weird things you do. There are things that I blush about and just. <laughs> About just them. judge first, ask questions. You're such. So, you know what? It cracks me up. What a vanilla bitch you are. Mm-hmm. You are so. Mm-hmm. God, like you're not this the first is, to call him vanilla. Do you no. like just have the most boring sex ever? Actually, you know the thing. Do is, you just like, like sit there and just like lay on your back and then stare it straight at the heel ceiling and just like think about <laughs> what groceries you need to get? <laughs> Hand him a tissue when he's done. You know, it's really, it's really funny that you asked me that because uh, I was just thinking about this because I was trying to figure out how I was going to work in your naked art project. Oh, um, we're back, everybody. By the way, <laughs> so we're talking about how vanilla Tony is in the bedroom. And the thing is, it's like I am not vanilla in the bedroom. I don't think. Like I think that I have, uh, like I think I have good sex. Okay, um, what kinks are you into? Uh, but I mean, but uh, do you have any toys? But I mean, there's, but there's been this guy like that's been sexting him, him and he <laughs> says it's too aggressive. Well, first of all, to talk about the sexting, it happened. It has, the first sex was at ten thirty in the morning on a weekday. So, I'm like, what? What am? I, what are we doing? It's not like he's fucking teabagging you right there. What's wrong? It was funny because the guy asked me what I was into, and I was like, well, if you don't try to fist me and you don't pee on me or ask to take a shit on me. Then I think that we could talk. Like I think that we could. We could go. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I mean, blood play. Do you like leather? You no. And no. if someone wanted to be a pony for you, would you? <laughs> I would maybe ride someone. Yes, if someone wanted to be a pony for me. If they what came if they in like wearing like a like a, a like a, a butt plug tail, <laughs> yeah, with like stirrups, a and, and like the whole thing. <laughs> Could you do it? Uh, I would just have to ride them. That's it. Like yeah, as they crawl around in a circle in the bedroom. Yeah, I mean, I think I could. I I, I think that I would laugh. Would you, would you smack them a little bit in their ass? Wait, 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 wait. Are we talking like is this like a one night thing or is this something where? Or is this like a relationship that I'm in? Because I am not saying that I'm going to be riding you until death do us part. You know what I mean? But I'm saying if it's someone that I met and they already had the saddle, like, like, <laughs> like if, why do you have that backpack? I don't you? have to go <laughs> shopping for the saddle, do I? Like I don't have to get the stirrups like it's all supplied there right then yeah i fucking write them but i mean i can't say 
that I wouldn't laugh about it during it. You know what I mean? It'd just be like. So you wouldn't be into that. Like that wouldn't turn you on. <laughs> no. no. No, I'm really into. I'm really into dirty talk. Okay. I'm really fucking into that, and I'm kind of into like being trashy. pushing around and like wrestling, kind of, and like maybe some elbows and slaps here and there. But vanilla is shit. <laughs> I know. I had a really awkward uh, moment at work when I was talking to this guy because he was like, hey, do you guys sell coffee here? And I'm like, oh, no, we stopped selling hot drinks. And he was like, what about cocaine? And I was like, well, that's a pretty big jump, too. Going to go from coffee to coke. And I was like, we only do meth here at the shoe. <laughs> and then he got real serious faced and was like, really? Can I get some? And I was like, oh, no, oh, the difference really. here. I was joking, sir. <laughs> Did, had, had he like previously bought drugs at that bar years ago uh, or oh, something? Oh, anything's like, possible at the shoe. I right, mean, you can... like a drug vending machine. You can yeah. just... I mean, if you... you can, Tony. <laughs> you, you can just get drugs. I, I don't know. I don't know the sort of path. But I mean, I've never seen the look in someone's eyes switch so quickly to like, you know, oh, cocaine was a joke. And then I say meth. And suddenly he was like, meth? <laughs> like, oh. Speaking of another highly addictive substance, Coke is in the news. Coca-Cola. Did you hear about their... Uh, oh, yeah. Homophobic. Their, they have this like little um, Olympics... Share a Coke. ...website thing where um, you get a blank Coke can. And you can put whatever And you, you can want put, on. like, it's like, share a can of Coke with your mother mm -hmm. and stuff. People were trying to put pro-gay things in there, like, share a drink with, or share a Coke with a, with gay. a gay person. And, and Coke was like, mm -mm. they gave error. you, they gave you this, like, air that was like, oh, we're going to, we're going to pretend like you didn't say that or something. But, but fag is okay. you could put faggot in, you could put homophobe in, like, you could put God hates fags in, like, all these different examples of, like, have a Coke with the, with the God hates fags people. So the anti-gay stuff worked, and then the pro-gay stuff did not work. I think, I think they, did they as... didn't want gay stuff, but they didn't think about anti-gay stuff. Mm. But it feels like fag and faggot are the first words you block from a thing like that. <laughs> you would hope, but apparently not. So we have talked about weed a few times on this show. Gavin actually did contribute to this show topic-wise. Uh, there is a poll, an NBC poll. I know, oh, that's I our know. radiators. I know. Well, girl. No, that's that's the, the audience cheering in the background. <laughs> they are not amused. <laughs> yeah. they're, like, they're like, this is terrible. Um, so there's an NBC poll, um, and they say that 55% of Americans uh, support the, the legalization of marijuana in the United States. Um, why is this not legal then <laughs> i mean Big damn tobacco. there's a process tony it's yeah. not like you take a poll and they're like hey everyone wants it so whatever <laughs> it's funny to me to to watch this sort of parallel gay marriage in a lot of ways actually that these are both things that like 20 years ago you wouldn't have believed would ever be legal right yeah. and they're both slowly making right headway in different ways right it's kind of interesting to watch it's well, because more of your ancestors are dying Gavin. right i know yeah I know. <laughs> you're white <laughs> southerners <laughs> you're, going away. you white southerners are finally finally dying i just read something about um in kentucky the farmers 
because tobacco is not as popular as it used to be, they really want to start growing pot. Like, they're trying to get Kentucky to be the state of marijuana. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that it's it's something to be said because now, I mean, I kind of love that weed is illegal just for the mere fact that it's like, oh, I'm getting away with something. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, just really juvenile about it. But here's here's my concern and i always try to post this question with people because it really just fucking baffles me people are in jail for like really really long terms due to marijuana and like that's like they're a lot of them are only sent to jail for weed so like they're not criminals going in there and then all of a sudden now they're in the system and people can easily become criminals inside jails you know what i mean it's not hard to get like involved in the life and get tied up and wrapped up in that so it's like Essentially, the U.S. government and uh, law enforcement have created a shit ton of criminals that, like, what do we do now? Do we let them out? We just just watched an episode of Law & Order SVU about that. (laughs) And, you know, he watched the whole season of Orange is the New Black, so Tony's convinced. He knows everything about the (laughs) penal system. It messed me up. It messed me up, y'all. I know all about pain. (laughs) (laughs) all right when we come back we are going to talk about oh no we're going to do our listener questions more people are sending in listener questions and actually i'm excited because one of them is from someone who used to watch knee deep in a bottle so we'll be right back some people need to be bored that's true or else we wouldn't have any listeners I had someone say, it's funny, I listen to your podcast. It's kind of funny. (laughs) That's a compliment. I'll take what I can get. I'll take kind of funny. That's kind of like when people are like, Xandra Fairlawn, you're kind of pretty. (laughs) Or just Xandra Fairlawn. We are back with our final segment of the day, the listener questions. And if you are interested in leaving us a question for my prestigious panel, um, go ahead and go to our website. And on the left of your screen, you can enter your information and leave a question or a comment. Um, We have uh, this question from uh, someone who wants to remain anonymous here in Chicago. And it says, Tony and panel, you all seem to be, be uh, you all seem to be pretty pro drug. Have you guys ever did a drug that you didn't like? Tony ever did a drug. Y- yeah. Have you guys ever ever, ever did a drug? I don't. I just cut and paste. Okay, girl. All right. I have a very simple audience. They're good people. He says, Tony, now that you are a father, will your views on drugs change as your daughter gets older? No. Um, pro drug. I don't understand why they would think that. I've never given anyone reason to think that, you know what, I'm (laughs) pro-drug. I enjoy drugs on occasion. Um, Yes, there are some drugs out there that I have not enjoyed, and I don't do them. I'm trying to think if there's ever been a drug that I... There have been drugs... You don't like meth. You told me you don't really like meth. Yeah, I... Yes. Because, like, meth would probably be the drug that I've done... I think I've done meth six times total. And each time, which is, you know, a lot, it, I, it takes me a while to learn my lesson, but you know, it's like, well, maybe that was an off day. You know, like when you have, maybe it when, was you have a, good when you have a, 
<laughs> when you have like a bad trip on acid or whatever, you're like, well, maybe it was just the environment. I should take more acid and try it again. <laughs> and like meth just always made me feel like I had no control. Like I don't want to be awake. I'm physically tired. I don't want to pick my skin over and over and over again, but fuck, it really bothers me. So I need to do it. So yeah, meth has never really been anything that I've, I've enjoyed. Um, but I think that meth is probably it. Like, I know that there are drugs that I've done that I really started off loving and then I learned to hate them. You don't like to eat weed. No, no. But I mean, so I don't there's re- a method of something that you don't. Like I wish that I would. I don't really classify weed in that situation, you know, because mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't do I don't smoke pot for fun. You know what I mean? It gets me through my day. <laughs> I need it. It's my medicine. It's my medicine. You know, it just keeps everything a little more bearable. But like, I don't, I don't. It's never like, oh fuck, yeah, let's all just get real high and laugh all the. You know, it's I like, don't think that's true either. You, I mean, you like, we're about to go to a party. You don't. Be, you're not like, wait a second, let's all smoke a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not with those hand gestures. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen the hands. They're just a little bit limper. <laughs> Ooh, Shay, have you ever up. have you ever um, met a drug that you didn't like? Oh fuck yes. Yeah. G. G. I I'm not a fan. Hate. It took me three, no, maybe four times mm-hmm. until I realized <laughs> that every time I've done G, it's ended in me projectile vomiting. Mm. Like the only time I have ever projectile vomited in my life has been on G. It looks like something out the fucking exorcist. Now, are you mixing this G with other drugs or are you just doing G? Have you been drinking alcohol? No, see, I'm not a big drinker. Well, like, I hear like G and alcohol is a very bad combination or something. Yeah, no. Isn't, I mean, yeah. isn't, isn't G the, the date rape drug? Yeah, it that's is. The one. Yes. So, so that's you, what makes it even worse. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, I've G'd out a timer, too. Like where you could have woken up with a bloody ass and not known. But instead of waking up with a bloody ass, my dear friend Kim Chi waved a chicken wing under my nose like it was smelling salt. And And woke her right up. But no, G's, G's, uh, I just don't really get down with it that much because I feel like the only way to prevent yourself from feeling so unbelievably nauseous and nauseated is to just fucking dance and not like really dance <laughs> yeah but to fucking flail just bop you... back and forth like over and over to try and like settle the swirling feeling that's going on in your body and the moment that you sit down you're overwhelmed with the desire to throw up and that's just not a good time oh for my you. god that I, does not sound like a fun I remember my terrible. i remember my days as a raver and like we would get all fucking cheat out and it was like i mean just I'm so glad that there's no video from those days. Mm-hmm. Lucy, what, what drug didn't you like? You know, now that you talk about G, I hated G. Like, every drug I've ever done, throwing up always made me feel better. Mm-hmm. And G is the one where throwing up made yes. me feel even worse. Yes. And I was just like, why isn't this hell ending? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, not a big fan of K. It didn't really do much for me. Coke doesn't do anything for me. Oh, Acid my God. The best harsh, thing in the like... world is Coke and ecstasy. It was like, I was like... That's like my shit. Like my- I love to be like in a hole, uh, and just like. Ugh. Ecstasy would tear up my stomach for some reason. Like it would always be so painful. And then 
I'd go throw up and then I'd feel so much better and my role would kick in. And what really ended my big stint with ecstasy was sitting in the car one night talking with a friend of mine about it and her going, did you go throw up? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, throwing up is the best. <laughs> and I, was, I just thought to myself, hmm, yeah, is I don't want to do a drug where throwing is up is the best. Is it really? right. Is it really the best? Gavin, I'm sure that white straight dudes don't do drugs. No. But if you were to have done drugs in your day, what would be the one you didn't like? <laughs> that's a, that's never a, met a drug he hasn't. He's liked. never met. See, I'm telling you, it's always those white southern ones that are quiet. But but I will say that I've never done G. I've never done K. I've never done meth. Oh well, what have you done? I I mean, I feel like I've done a lot of drugs, but apparently, you know, like I've, you d- just I've done enjoyed yourself. I've done coke. I've done acid. I've done shrooms. Uh, I've done opium. Uh, Farmies, do pharmaceuticals? Yeah, but I never. I, I, I don't know if it's something about my like mental disposition, but like, uh, the, it, it, pharmaceuticals very rarely do much for me. Uh huh. They they don't. I mean, in any way. I mean, they they don't usually affect me very much. Oh God, get that oxycotton away from me! I fucking love that shit. So, boy, <laughs> I love so, Xanax. Oh my God, you I could, haven't tried any of that stuff in years and years and years, though. I've so never. I, I don't I, know uh, what it would do. to I've me. I've never really done about. pharmaceuticals, so I don't. I've never met a pharmaceutical I didn't like. Like I've really, like I don't. I'm not one to go to the doctor to get medicine when I'm sick, but I'm definitely one to fucking snort like a goddamn Xanax or a <laughs> Valium or something. I, I, okay, so I remember once a friend of mine when I was like 19 convinced me to snort a Xanax, and we did. And five minutes later, we were both asleep on the couch, and we stayed there well, for a good like eight well, hours. The trick is to fight the nod, honey. <laughs> like that's why I knew I loved heroin so much because I was like, oh my god, it puts you to sleep, and you don't want to go to sleep, so you got to stay awake. I could do that. So oh, just fight that nod, fight it, fight. Good old Tony. <laughs> well, I think that you, the the skies are the limit for you, Gavin. You haven't done a lot in the way of drugs, so I mean, you know, one of these days, maybe maybe meth will be your love. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. We have we have hope for you. Yeah. We, we have a hope that you wait. will wrestle with addiction at some point in your life. All right, let's move on to our last listener question. Now, this question, actually, when I got the email for this question, it brought me back because I'm not sure if um, everyone knows, but uh, one of my best girlfriends, Darcy, um, and I used to have a show on YouTube called Knee Deep in a Bottle. You can oh, still see it. You can that? still see it on YouTube if you uh, if you search Knee Deep in a Bottle. Uh, it was an advice show that uh, Darcy and I did um well, while drinking heavily. Never heard of it. So, oh, that's oh, not true. You can't, you can't Listen to, out. oh, I, that's actually, I have to say that Knee Deep in a Bottle was the beginning of my love for Miss Shea Coulee yeah. because Shea Coulee, before she was even Shea Coulee, used to watch Knee Deep in a Bottle and was a fan of yours truly. I did not know that. And so one day I was at a local gay establishment drinking and uh, Shay and her current roommate at the time came up and saw me as I was coming out of the bathroom, stumbling out of the bathroom, I'm sure. And 
Uh, they were so cute little gabies being like, oh my God, are you Tony Soto from Need Even a Bottle? And of course, you know, I'm a huge narcissist, so my fucking head just swelled. I started just whipped out my cock and started just jerking off. Just slapped them Just slapped them with my penis and was like, yes, I'm Tony Soto. And so I always remind Shay that she was a fan of mine first before Vought. But I have to say, I have I've excelled. always been a fan of cautionary tales. <laughs> They're holding hands right now, listeners. They're holding hands. I have excelled and have become a huge fan of Miss Shea Coulee. Um, the roles have reversed. But mostly because I've seen her at her fucking worst. All in our new in our new friendship, fairly new, only a couple years old. I've seen you at your worst, and I love that about you. But so from that show, people would send in their questions, and like people would love to hear what drunk Tony and Darcy would say about like sex. They always wanted to know uh, our opinions on sex. So this girl out of Indiana used to send us these like questions all the time about her and her boyfriend. How did she find? Uh, how, how did she find you deep in a bottle? Yeah. We had a Tumblr. So she found us on Tumblr. I see. I see. Um, which I guess is still a thing, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. Tumblr. I only use you, Tumblr you, for you porn. Said Tumblr is apparently still yeah. a thing. Yeah. Yeah, Tony. Man. It's still a thing. I, Tony Soto. I mean, but I don't use it except to like you know jerk off because it's like who cares? Um, this dashboard is all smut. All just just assholes and penises just, everywhere. Just <laughs> bareback dick. Just. <laughs> gonna move on so but she found me again um i'm not i'm not really sure how she found me again but it was funny because she starts the email with it hey which is how she started all the emails and i was like oh my god i know oh all caps like h-a-y like more y's than a's which is not correct right like isn't it like the the a sound should be the long one she's fucking amazing this is really riveting what you're giving us here right now. anyway her and her boyfriend are still together and they still have a really fucked up relationship (laughs) that's wonderful so she sent me a question and she wants to know the answer so here we go we're gonna read this question i just want all guys out there to know that when uh, that when you fuck our tits it doesn't do shit for us women okay take that in your brain right now gavin robinson you take that in your brain my man loves to fuck my tits i let him do it because he likes it and he is quick uh to bitch when i tell him no <laughs> Just well, i would love to see tony read off a teleprompter <laughs> <laughs> He also really likes when I talk dirty when he fucks my chest. The other night, things went real wrong. As he was fucking my chest, as I was saying the usual dirty talk, he liked his dick slipped and hit my mouth. My front tooth cut the head of his dick and his dick bent backwards. Now he's mad at me. Why he mad? How would you tackle this? <laughs> what? How would you tackle it, Tony, after getting titty fucked? I would love to know the answer. How would you tackle this situation? <laughs> if somebody's been titty fucking you? I'd be like, I would make it his fault. I'd be like, ah, oh, damn, my tooth. 
<laughs> Wait, did she say that her tooth broke? No. No. It cut the dick. <laughs> he, yeah, it cut, it the, cut dick. the dick. Like he was like just fucking her chest and then it slipped and he cut his dick on, on her tooth. Well, here's the thing. He's doing the thrusting. So who was the one that slipped? Sure. That was his fault. Sure. <laughs> She's the one that's there. always asking for I mean, the titty fucking. Uh, so that's his fault. I know. So right? if anything, she should be mad at him for ramming his dick into her tooth. I just want to, I just want to imagine that she's like just bored. Like she's like, she's dirty talking, but like with her eyes rolled back at her head, like, oh yeah, I really fucking like this. I wonder who holds the boobs. I'm your dirty slut. You know? I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, you know, since I am the straight male here. I guess the, the white straight male perspective. The one who likes to titty fuck. No, that's, that's exactly Do you what like to titty fuck? No, that's what I'm going to say. Doesn't titty fucking strike you as incredibly boring? Yeah, I mean, it just seems like a point, a porn ploy to I me. I didn't even think that it was a real you thing. Did when you were fourteen, I think I did that like once when I was like fifteen, and that was badge. it. You fucked a girl's tits at fifteen? I probably did. Yeah, that's what the kids were doing in my middle school. They were titty fucking. Real? Wait, really? That was like a thing. Like that was. Yeah. Like. I don't know were... if it was a thing in my school. Well, okay. Well, for just at least in. In my school, when I was young, uh-huh. growing up, you know, when you're sexually experimenting, you know, it kind of happens in stages. No one ever jumps quite to fucking. Yeah. Or even so blowjobs. So, like, that's like an intro to blowjobs. Exactly. See, I so was sucking like, dick before I was doing anything else. Like, even before I was tits. kissing. I feel left out. I've never had a girlfriend want to titty fuck me. <laughs> no? No one ever wanted to put their penis in your boobs? I just think it's so, and like... have you ever had a girl be, like... I mean, I don't even know if you use strap-ons, but if assuming you, that you do, has anybody ever been like, put that, put that in between my tits? No, no one wants it near their face. No, no one. No, they don't. No one. I mean, it Chips was so funny. Like, like I, I have to say, my one of my favorite drag queen moments here in Chicago was a teriyaki moment. She's a local drag queen, and she's so funny. She was hosting a show, and this guy um, said to her, he's like, um, oh, I want to fuck your tits so bad. And she just pulls him out and throws him at his face and says, go at it, fucker. <laughs> If only all women could do that. <laughs> like, I, I would just imagine that this woman is correct. Why are you even wasting your time with letting someone fuck your chest? It's like, isn't sex... I mean, okay, I get it. Maybe you're trying to... You love your man and you want your man to be happy, but, like, like, are you doing anything to satisfy me during this time? Because, like, at this, at this point, like, my tits are busy. I'm saying things that I don't really want to say to you about I, you fucking my tits. I like, don't, I don't get wanting to do something to your partner that they don't like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that just sounds like, selfish. Uh, yeah, you know, especially but what, when, she but, but, says, but, like, when she's hesitant, he gets mad. He gets bitchy. That's when you need to tell your boyfriend to grow the fuck up and stop acting like a little baby. Yeah, yeah. stop yeah. acting like a tell bitch. Tell your boyfriend, hey anonymous, tell your boyfriend to stop acting like a little bitch, and maybe next time he won't get his dick cut. Lesson learned. <laughs> but, Lesson learned. Oh, and that well, I'm learning how to titty fuck. <laughs> yeah, I would like. Uh, Gavin Robinson to write a book, The Art of the Titty Fuck by Gavin Robinson. Be, get- one, be one sentence. <laughs> titty fucking don't do it. <laughs> well, girl, I have to say that I am so glad that you and your man are still together. So if you... <laughs> If you have any more fucked up stories, please. I want send an update. Them. I want her to tell us like when if <laughs> if and when he ever asked her to titty fuck the, again. Did he learn his lesson? At the very least she should make him do something that she likes and he doesn't like. Yeah, like is, this something, is this something she can withhold? 
Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, I mean, and like, like, like honestly, hole. is it so important to you that you get mad when she says <laughs> no? No. Like, like, what do you mean no? <laughs> but I love titty fucking. Yeah, because this is so <laughs> much fun. What am I going to do? I secretly feel like anonymous. You kind of got a kick out of it, didn't you? I know, like, he got a little, he's <laughs> mad at you now. But I know the minute that dick slipped and hit you, you laugh. There was a second where she's like, this motherfucker. And then she realized he cut his dick. And I'm sure the first thing you thought, girlfriend, was like, I bet he ain't gonna want a titty fuck again <laughs> bet he ain't gonna want a titty fuck again let's hope but no so, he's not gonna learn no no i mean because because that that dick nipple like heal and he'll be fine and he'll just continue to fuck your chest but please keep your dysfunctional relationship going because i love hearing about it and i've missed you girls so uh keep up the good work everyone this was cute did you have fun on the show today, Gavin Robinson? I, I, had a, I always was, have a good time in my living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so good to know that the gay white perspective is just really ambivalent towards all the topics I brought up today. The gay white perspective. <laughs> oh, the, the straight white perspective. Yes, Gavin is not gay. I know that everyone wants to think about that. I'm the gay white perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the gay white perspective, Lucy White. Um, is there anything going on in our lives that we need to talk about? Anything that you want to pitch? Anything that... I'm going to Mardi Gras. So if anybody wants to give me money for that, I'd really appreciate Gavin it. Gavin is going to Mardi Gras. Gavin is going to Mardi Gras with his girlfriend. Like He's taking his girlfriend back on his home turf. Has Kate been to Mardi Gras before? No, she's been to Louisiana once before, but she's never been to Mardi Gras. Yeah. And she has, but she has already met the parents, but she's going to be doing like, she's going to be doing like carnival festivities with the parents. Oh yeah, we're doing the whole thing. So, doing uh, Mardi Gras right. I can't wait to hear about that. She and your mom going to flash the parade? (laughs) Oh my God, is that a thing? (laughs) My mom flashing parades? No, it's not a thing. No, it isn't. I but I had so much fun when I went the the year I went to Mardi Gras with them. Like because like, he's from Baton Rouge and like they have a whole big old thing there. And then we went to New Orleans. It was a lot of fun. So yeah. Well, I mean, what you can't afford your trip? No, I mean I can't. Don't you got a salary like job? More but more money is always more money good. is always appreciated. Lucy Wack, what's going on in your life? I'm gonna be walking dogs. Oh. Anybody lives in Avil uptown. <laughs> Edgewater, I walk a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. You're going to see an angry little <laughs> fucking Lucy Whack walking around in this frigid ass weather. Tomorrow you start. Yeah, I start tomorrow. Well, good luck. I, I hope nothing but the best for you. Shea Kool Aid. Um. Well, you can catch me tomorrow, Thursday night. Uh, I will be performing at uh, Berlin. Um, it's going to be uh, the Teen Witch Party that he throws uh, the last Thursday of every month, Total Therapy. And Friday, I will be performing at Spin uh, for Dita's Jewel Box, uh, the review that Dita writes from RuPaul's Drag Race House. And then Saturday, you can catch me at the first naughty little cabaret show of 2014 at Mother's. And then after that, you can catch me at Berlin the same Saturday at 10.30 performing in the Berlin Drag Matinee. 
And then uh, Jesus, <laughs> why you gotta make me feel bad about my life? I this, know, right? This clown on parade here, girl. It's like <laughs> I'm trying to make that coin, bitch. Like you gotta hustle. And you know? actually, uh, save the date. But there is an event where you can catch Miss Shakespeare and Xander Fairlawn for February 18th. We will be co-hosting an event at the Lucky Horseshoe. And more details to follow on that as well. Yes, and just a week before that, I'll be debuting my show, Face, at Hydrate, which will be every Wednesday. So you guys definitely want to check that out, because that's going to be a really fun time. And I'm going to be hosting on February 6th, uh, Speed Dating. Oh, <laughs> that's right. No, I want to talk about this because I want to go to this. Yeah, girl. I want to go to this and I'm going to talk about it on the show. So yes. uh, I'm going to make sure, remind me to get the day off on that because I want to go. I uh, Shea Coulee is hosting uh, a gay speed dating, which I think is fucking hilarious. Um, and I'm looking for my future ex-husband. Yes. So speed making out. Speed blowjobs. <laughs> I mean, Speed herpes. <laughs> Too late. Living the dream. Well, my name is Tony Soto. I'm here with Shea Coulee, Miss Lucy Wack, and of course, my platonic straight husband, Gavin Robinson, who thank you so much for being on the show. Yay. We will see fun. you again next week. Next week, we will see you again and we'll be talking about more shit that you probably don't care about. But we'll see you till then. Masturbation, masturbation, masturbation. <laughs> Tony Soto. Bye. <laughs>